An entitled Karen tries to steal a bunch of plants from our shop, claiming that she deserves them as some kind of compensation for having an unpleasant experience at our store. But in the end, this entitled Karen runs off terrified, worried that we might have actually called the police on her when a random cop car drives by our store. Here's what happened. So this was my first encounter with a Karen. So for context, my mom owns a plant shop and I help around the store occasionally. We've had all sorts of entitled guests as well as not so bright guests. We've even even had customers come in and ask for a green plant with leaves, but this entitled Karen tips the scales all the way. So I'm out front putting plants up as well as decorations around the front entrance as we do every day. And then a wild Karen appears. I hear this loud scraping sound from behind me. I look over to see this large older lady with gray hair and a black shirt with flowers moving the large concrete potted plant that had been permanently placed there. This potted plant wasn't easy to move. The concrete pot alone was a meter or so tall and had a gross weight of around 45 kilos. She was shoving this thing with all of her might when I walk up to her and I ask her what she thinks that she's doing. She turns to me and says, this annoying thing was obstructing the sidewalk and it needs to be moved. For starters, it was not obstructing anything. I tell her to please leave the plant alone as it's not her property, but she literally just keeps ignoring me and she keeps moving the plant. So having done everything I could do on my end, I go to my mom who is the manager of the store, but by the time we're out in the front, she has stopped moving the plant and is now loading up her car with our plants from the front along with other things. My mom storms up to her and asked her what in the world she was doing. The entitled Karen turns over with a face that's red as a tomato. She says to my mom, since you had the audacity to block the sidewalk with your garbage, I should be compensated with free plants. My mom had just about had it and starts unloading our plants from her car. This entitled Titled Karen starts screaming, demanding that we keep our hands off of her stuff. She said that she would call the police and press charges for theft, but that's right about when I chimed in and said, actually, we have security footage of you stealing from our store, and if you do not leave now, we will call the police. The entitled Karen was fuming when we told her that, muttering something underneath her breath that was incomprehensible. We hadn't actually called the police yet, but by sheer random chance, a police car happened to drive by the store, and the Karen's face turned from red all the way to white as the blood drained from her face. She had actually thought that we had called the police. It was right about then that she hopped into her car and sped in the opposite direction of the police car. And the funniest part about it is that the police car didn't even notice her. And thankfully we haven't seen this entitled Karen ever since. Oh wow, there's so much to unpack here. This entitled Karen not only was annoyed by something that was probably just set up for decorations, but she also thought she was justified to literally start taking products from this store. Like she's just taking things and putting it in her car, claiming some kind of compensation for her being bothered. Like, no, that is not how life works. Just because you're bothered by something being in the way doesn't mean you get to steal from the store that it happens to be in front of. Like, that's insane. That is literally how you end up in jail. And the chances of a cop car driving by at that very moment is so funny. That is the kind of stroke of luck that you really look for, especially if you're the original poster. They really got lucky in that regard, and it was exactly what they needed to try and chase this Karen off because this Karen was absolutely in the wrong and she had no right to start stealing plants from your shop. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out link down below in the description. My ex-boyfriend demands all of his stuff back from my house after we break up and because I was feeling petty I made sure to include all the beer bottles and beer cans that he was hiding in the room just to prove a point that no, he didn't stop drinking and yes this is the reason we broke up. 
and I've never been more satisfied by anything I've ever done in my life. Here's what happened. So to start things out, my last relationship was beyond bad. He was all sorts of awful and controlling. At one point, I had the strength to break up with him, but then we got back together after we discussed some things. It was stupid, I know, but we were in love and all that. Well, anyways, one of the things we agreed on was that he would stop drinking alcohol because he was beyond crazy aggressive when he drank, and I wanted to support his sobriety. This is really important. Fast forward about eight months or so, and we got into a huge fight, and I not only broke up with him, I kicked him out of the house and told him he wasn't ever allowed back inside ever again. We had been living together for over a year at this point, so his mom got in touch with me about getting his stuff back. While on the phone with her, I could hear him in the background. He was saying, make sure they get everything I own or bought. I want it all back. Apparently, even wanting stuff he gifted me back as well. But honestly, I didn't care. I was happy to get rid of anything related to him. While cleaning our room up and gathering everything, I started to come across numerous bottles and cans of alcohol. It seems he had been drinking again for a while and was hiding the evidence in the room. I mean, he was hiding them under the bed, in his guitar case, rolled up in some clothing, in some old backpacks of mine, and so on and so forth. He had said that he wanted everything of his, so any bottle and a few unopened cans I found went straight into one of the garbage bags full of his stuff. By the time I had gathered everything up, I had three bags of stuff, and one was basically all just the alcohol. Dropping them off was so satisfying. He actually called me moments after I left his parents' place, ranting about how petty and immature I was being. What was my response, you might ask? I said to him, well, you wanted all your stuff back, and those definitely aren't mine. Plus, I figured you'd need to probably drink to deal with the breakup. I promptly ended the phone call, and I blocked him on everything. And the best part about it is that the bottles and cans were all left as is. They were all closed and such, because I knew that if I put empty cans inside that bag and damaged his things, that would cause so many issues, and I honestly just wanted him out of my life. And this is easily one of the most satisfying things I have ever done. Well, that is definitely one way to get revenge on somebody you broke up with. It sounds like your ex-boyfriend was incredibly toxic, and worst of all, he was drinking behind your back. That is honestly so awful, and you did not deserve that. Like, at some point, he has to know that his drinking is the problem. Not you, not any other circumstance. Literally, it's his drinking. And you would think that he would try to make some kind of effort to fix that, but no. He fell back on old habits and then became his old aggressive self all over again. So good for you for not only putting him in his place, but also getting some wonderful petty revenge. So hopefully the bags of alcohol will help him see that he has a problem. And best of all, he is no longer your problem. My managers demand that I don't put ugly price labels on our food, demanding that I wait for the proper labels from corporate. So I decided to maliciously comply, and as a result, over $3,000 worth of produce went bad in our freezers, and it was honestly worth it to watch them get so angry over their own mistake. Here's what happened. So I used to work for a small, locally owned supermarket chain with a small level of bureaucracy and a high focus on getting stuff sold. After a few years, we were taken over by a national chain, which introduced more bureaucracy, where emails and phone calls from the bottom to the top would be lost to the ether and left unanswered. Their focus was highly on image, with staff at head office who seemingly worked to ensure that similar sized products sat next to each other on each shelf so that it looked nice. They also changed the shop's manager's incentives. Their bonuses were the operating budget of their store minus wages, expenses, and written off stock. So obviously, we were now operating on a shoestring budget, so the manager got as much money as they could. Before the takeover, we had an award-winning butcher 
department that work with local farms and cater to customer requests. The new firm immediately closed the counter and filled freezers full of pre-packed sliced meats instead that were frequently discounted to prevent them from going into the garbage. One time, we received a dozen cases of a high-end cut of meat, way more than we would usually stock of an affordable packet, and therefore we were at risk of running past its sell date and then eventually being thrown out. As it was a new product, we didn't have a price label for it. After waiting a weekend for the system to update, I emailed the head office for a label and filled the freezer, using a pricing gun left over from the takeover to label each item individually. Now, we had sold a few by the time I came back in the following week, but was pulled aside by the management. The area manager had been in to inspect the shop and was horrified by the ugly labels and demanded that they be taken off the shelves until a label was ready. I explained the issue, but they wouldn't have it. So I took them down as instructed and left them in the big fridge at the back of the store. They sat there for a month until they expired, after which someone else recorded them for disposal. A few days later, someone at the head office noticed the enormous increase in wastage and reported it. So down the chain of command it went, and a red-faced area manager storms in to shout at a stern-faced store manager, who in turn calls over the intercom for me to drop everything and get into his office. I told them that I'm just looking for the label, and this is all while they search for a scapegoat for the $3,000 write-off that they had to do. I've since had similar things at other employers where the department heads had bonuses tied to sales, but didn't like me pricing up produce, so hardware would sit and gather dust, just like the meat at my previous job. But you know what? I'm paid by the hour. I have no bonuses, so I'm not going to argue this case. But instead, I'm just going to maliciously comply. It really sounds like that bonus structure is really stupid. Like, that is honestly just going to push all of your employees to really hate you if you're the manager. Instead of making sure things are going smoothly by using the budget appropriately, it seemed like this manager just wanted to squeeze as much money into his pockets as possible by making sure everybody did exactly as they were told. And that just seems really obnoxious. I would hate to work in that kind of environment. And the original poster had it right. They were only looking for a scapegoat when it came to writing off that $3,000 check. And if corporate had literally just let them keep the tags on there that were already there, they could have solved this problem from the beginning. But at the end of the day, this is literally their own fault. And if they had just listened to this employee, they could have saved themselves $3,000 as well as a lot of food that got wasted for no reason. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My sister comes over to my father's house and is constantly micromanaging and treating all of us like garbage. And I'm so sick of it and I seriously don't know what to do. So my dad is elderly and has some health and mobility issues. He is also a widow as my mom passed away unexpectedly two years ago. Beginning in February of this year, my dad was in the hospital twice for two different things. Luckily, he got 
got better and has been back home ever since. Because of the health issues previously though, I was helping him for several months and we ended up deciding I'd temporarily move in with him to help more. So I lived about 20 minutes away and my sister also lived about 20 minutes from him. Now, my dad has some level of narcissistic tendencies, so at times it can be very difficult. What adds on more difficulties though is that my sister has tended to start correcting things and micromanaging things when she comes over. I'm there the majority of the time helping him out while not asking much from her in ways of support. She and I get along part of the time when it's just the two of us, but I've noticed sometimes with the three of us, there's a dynamic where she starts wanting to be in charge. A few weeks ago, she came over and told me that there was a bowl in the drainer that wasn't cleaned. It was clean, but it felt like she wanted to be superior and feel like she was helping. We got into a fight over it because she basically wanted me to admit that it wasn't clean and then apologize, and I was absolutely shocked. Today, a similar thing happened. She usually comes just Sundays to go to brunch with us, and I asked her after brunch to please do the grocery shopping for my dad because I was going to be cooking. She seemed disgruntled, but she did it. However, when she got back and started putting the groceries away, she noticed that there was already a container of orange juice in the fridge and that we had asked her to get a second one. I told her that dad already knows that we already have one, but he wanted extras because he goes through it really quickly. And as a result, she got worked up and tried to say that she doesn't know why she needed to get another one. She then went into the living room and tried to start correcting people, saying that there were water stains on the table, which again, there weren't. I showed her the coasters and I told her that we use them all the time. She did continue to harp about it, so I said to just let it go and that every time she comes over, she needs to stop micromanaging. She then told me that I can't take criticism and that I'm being ridiculous and then she just left. I'm so tired of this happening. I put in so much work while I'm here and I feel like I'm constantly berated by her when she comes over. Also, my dad is no help as he's so worried about getting into a fight with her. She's had periods of months in the past of taking breaks from talking to him when they've gotten into an argument. So he constantly is trying to appease her and is basically walking on eggshells. Even today, the grocery bill was $160, which the list I made for my dad would not have even been over 80 bucks. She likely used up his card to get things for herself. On the phone after she left, he briefly asked her about it. She said it adds up and he said to get a receipt next time and then he just let it go. I had told him about what happened and I told him that he should tell her that this isn't okay since it is his house after all because otherwise she's just gonna do it again. But let's not forget, because he's afraid of starting something with her, he basically doesn't address it. I'm honestly so frustrated and I seriously don't know what to do. Your sister sounds incredibly toxic. She clearly is only there to try and micromanage and you know what? She's just really not a good person. Your dad is a widow. He is obviously having health problems and the first thing that should be on her mind is a willingness to first help out with the family. This behavior is just inappropriate. Spending all of your parents' money and then creating a hostile environment where no one can talk to you about how awful you're being. This really is incredibly unfair and hopefully some kind of solution can come from this because your dad deserves better and you deserve to have a sister who is engaged in your father's happiness as well as helping him out in his life. My male co-worker constantly screams at me anytime I ask him a work-related question and I'm so frustrated with his behavior I seriously don't know what to do. So I work in retail and I have a male co-worker by the name of John who is a teenager. John is not their real name and guess where this is going? The issue lies in the fact that he's dating my shift manager so his girlfriend has to deal with this. He scoffed at me so I asked him politely why he did that. He then started screaming at me in front of customers 
saying stuff like, I hate confrontation. It makes me uncomfortable, so it's bad. It's not inherently bad. It's just bad because I don't like it. I retorted that even before when I asked him work-related questions, he would scoff or sigh or just straight up ignore me, and that I treat my other co-workers the exact same. I usually ask questions to communicate and clarify information. Apparently, he claims that asking work-related questions still counts as confrontation. When I told him it wasn't okay to make fun of a customer or be rude, he brushed me off by saying the customer deserved it, or that I only remind him of company policies that we have to follow to make sure that things go well. He said that he thinks the policies are stupid and that they're super unimportant, so it doesn't matter and that he doesn't care what I think. Every time I brought my side of the story up, he would yell over me and say that it doesn't matter because he's uncomfortable. Now, I did not yell once. I just stayed quiet and all the customers were just staring at us. My shift lead tried to calm us down, but she didn't do much. I just immediately contacted the manager to try and explain the situation and ask that I never be scheduled with John ever again. Afterwards, we tried to hold an impromptu discussion that I first rejected because in my mind and experience, people who think they're right or never respected you in the first place basically indicates to me that the discussion never will go well and that it's simply not worth it, especially if they think that they're right. As you can probably guess, John screamed at me again, so I raised my voice in response and he stopped. I already warned him that he will not be yelling at me or interrupting me ever again. I asked for an apology and he said it in a passive-aggressive voice. He said, I am sorry I yelled at you and I'm sorry I did it in front of others. I'm also sorry about the way that you feel. I'm sorry how I made you feel small. Now, I called him out for the fake apology and he agreed. Then he said he thinks I'm wrong and that he doesn't care. So I asked the shift that unless he keeps his silence and lets me speak, I will leave. I basically brought up everything he has done that I never confronted him about. And these are things that other co-workers have complained about, but management is way too soft. John even made fun of a Mexican man for not speaking English. And this guy is a regular that stopped coming because of this. He was rude to a child that messed up and I have to apologize to try and cover for him all the time. He would also talk bad about my family and then proceed to yell at me. He talked bad about my brother and I asked him to stop and he has never even met my brother before. He would also not listen to other shifts that would warn him about his behavior. He would use the bathroom sometimes 14 times a shift and he would clog the toilets constantly and sometimes he wouldn't even be using the bathroom. He would just be squatting on top of the toilet watching TikTok videos on his phone with the volume fully up. Sometimes he would also try to use my laptop and try to do my work without my permission. Before he dated the shift lead, he liked another co-worker. And since she rejected him, he called her a jerk as well as all these other names. He's constantly bumping into me for no reason. He used to check me out all the time and also try to talk to me a lot. And now he's screaming at me. My manager said that John wants to set up another meeting with all four of us this time. I let him know that I do not want to talk to an immature child. I already had two discussions so far, which he yelled at and put me down in both of them. I would rather resign or not be scheduled with this idiot. I was also extremely uncomfortable because John called me and he was having a date at the shift's lead's house in her room, which is extremely inappropriate in this circumstance. I had several male co-workers let go for harassing other co-workers. In fact, these guys would ask me and tell me about their attractions. Even when I told them not to, a shift lead defended his friend for harassing a girl. I, myself, had a guy harass me and do all these other horrible things towards me. I honestly think that this workplace just keeps 
keeps attracting weirdos. I love the customers in my store, but I think it's time for me to find a new job. I also had an audio recording of my female co-workers joking about picking people to bully. I've also had a co-worker make fun of me because of my financial situation. It's all so exhausting and I seriously don't know what to do. It sounds like it's time to go above your shift manager and go straight to HR. Like seriously, go above everybody. This is clearly not getting resolved locally and I bet corporate would have a field day with what's going on. This guy has been inappropriate with you. He has been verbally aggressive. It sounds like he's hit you in a few occasions by bumping into you and it really is inappropriate. Like seriously, this is not okay. He's also yelling at you in front of customers. Like seriously, what is that all about? That is absolutely a no-go and this guy needs to be fired. And also his girlfriend needs to not be the shift manager. Like that just doesn't help the situation because you know for a fact that she's just going to cover for him and probably excuse all of his toxic behavior. So hopefully something can be done. And I think in the meantime, it's probably a good idea to start looking for another job because from what you've described, this place sounds awful and I seriously don't see it getting any better anytime soon. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.